songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And today I am joined by my guest co-host, the lovely Amy Albert. <gasps> Hello, my friends. Hello. And we are also joined by an actor, comedian, a very silly boy. He's the <laughs> the creator of the Dad Holes web series, Chris Wild. Oh, I love him. How did you get him? That's amazing. That's so great for your show. Wow. A big get. Wow. Wow. He You're going to get so many... You're going to notice after this episode, you're like, where did all these one-star reviews come from? I don't understand that. We had, like, no one-star reviews on our podcast, and then Chris Wilde came on the show, and all of a sudden that little bar filled up real quick. (laughs) I will come on your podcast and get you one-star reviews every time. How's, how's everybody doing? It's fucking raining in Los Angeles, which is just a fun treat. It's bananas. People are so, like, uh, I mean, today there was no traffic on the way to school, and I was like, are people not going to school because because of the rain? To drive in rain? <laughs> yeah, like it was crazy. We left so early because we're like, it's gonna take like four hours. Yeah, and right. we get there super fast. Because people also in I Los have Angeles a total drive. Case. Yeah, go on. Uh, I have a total case of the Mondays. I The <gasps> rain, and it's Monday, yeah. and I was late to come on your show. What is time? And so I just, <laughs> I totally identify with Garfield. I tried to stay in bed really long today, and my wife and child absolutely would not allow that. I just want to go back to bed and crawl under the covers and slowly die while your one-star review bar. (laughs) Oh, yeah, today was very silly. I got on here, and I was like, where is everybody? And (laughs) I guess I'm in a monologue today because none of my guests, my guest co-host and my guest guest aren't here because it's raining in Los Angeles. Well, I had it in my, I had it in my head. It was another. It was in two days, and so I was like, "Oh, it'll be fine. I can. I don't know. But I'm just gonna move. I'll, I'll clean something." Right. And then, and then I was watching. Was like, a, Hello. I was watching a Brittany Murphy documentary about the actress Brittany Murphy, who was. I want to. I want to watch that. It's and it's great. It's very good. There's two hour long episodes, I guess. Anyway, my wife went on some errand and took the dog, and then she comes home. She goes, do you have me on Do Not Disturb? And I was like, <laughs> what? She's like, I called you. And I was like, oh, uh, well, I'm watching a Britney Murphy documentary. Obviously, my phone is on silent. Although, to be <laughs> fair, I, my phone is always on silent. Like, my phone is never on. So, luckily, my wife accused me of Do Not Disturbing her, and I turned my ringer on and then all of a sudden I get a little notification, a little text from Betsy Stover and she says, hi, did you maybe forget we're doing a podcast 40 minutes ago? I hate and being I was that like, person. No, Why? I'm glad you did because destiny and God intervened and fate, all three of them, for me to turn my ringer on, which it's never on. I should not be here right now, but because of those crazy 
puzzle pieces that all assembled together oh. to turn my ringer on. I'm here now By the to talk about of- all oh. my dad advice and to mansplain to all the Wait, listeners. What? Okay. <laughs> There's a right way to dad and a wrong way to dad, and I'm here to tell you about those. Yes, I let I made sure Chris knew that this is an only advice podcast. It's all advice yeah. and dad zero advice. fun. Yep. Yeah. Zero fun. Only pointers that really don't work when you try them. I yeah, I hate being that person who's like, um, hey, um, were you because I hate getting those texts when someone is like, Did you forget we are podcasting at ten AM or whatever? And you're like, Oh yeah. and then your heart beats out of your chest and you die and then you have to still go and show up for this thing that you forgot. <laughs> well you I mean you asked me to do this podcast like a, I don't know, seven years ago. Yeah. Like it was a long it was definitely over a month ago, I wanna say. Yeah. Certainly three plus weeks ago. And then, I mean, am I wrong in that there was no reminder? There was absolutely like a reminder. Two days ago. There was a reminder. Of there was a reminder. Last week. And you were last like, Last week, exactly. Good. A week. <laughs> oh, yes, I did. I replied, sounds good. And then I promptly forgot. I apologize. That's all right. It's because I'm a drunk dad. That's why. That's why I'm, first of all, that's why I'm on the damn show. And second <laughs> of all, I don't think there's anything wrong with day drinking if you're a parent. Uh, I think, I think you got to do what you got to do Monday. to get through. Uh, On a look, rainy a, Monday morning. You had a case of the Mondays. That's right. If your your kids are probably at school. Do I what, guess. I guess. <laughs> Hopefully they probably. got there. Hope you know it's fun. Oh man, this week is packed. I gotta make fucking uh, Halloween costumes. I gotta decorate uh, for Halloween. I haven't done that yet. Um. The kids are, you know, they've got Halloween fever, and I've got to catch up. Uh, I have three kids. They're all boys. I have a five-year-old, a nine-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Amy, remind everyone what you've got. I have a girl and a boy, and my girl is six, and my boy is three. My name is Chris Wilde, and I have one son who's 11 years old just recently, two weeks ago, as a matter of fact. Oh, so um, let me tell you what has broken me. Getting flu shots. Getting flu shots for my children has broken me. So um, I, I I like to I like to make sure that the whole family gets flu shots every every uh, mid to late October. So I like to time it out real well and in my mind perfectly. Um, <laughs> that's when the doctor said to do it, and so that's what I do. And um, so I got my flu shot, and I also make sure that I, like, uh, schedule it out so that the next day or two there's not really anything important happening for whoever gets their flu shot um, because sometimes you can feel kind of shitty for a day or two after. So I got mine. I looked at the calendar. I tried to figure out when we could get uh, the kids' uh, flu shots, and so I figured it out. So um, <clears throat> so there was a day last week where I picked up – my uh, nine-year-old from the bus stop, and it just so happened it would work out perfectly uh, because of our schedules and everything else that's going on. So I pick up my nine-year-old from the bus, and I'm like, we're going to go to Rite Aid, and we are going to get your flu shot, and then I'm going to treat you to ice cream as a reward for getting your flu shot. And and also, it, it's like double, it, it, it's, it's double good, because then also he and I have some just like quality one-on-one time, um, just kind of hanging out. Um, 
so I take him to the place. We we get in line. Uh, they're like, sure, we'll get your flu shot all set up. Um, and so we're waiting. Um, and uh, they're like, I'm so sorry. We are all out of children's flu shots. And I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. So uh, let me uh, – so she's like, can I call – the other uh, flu- Rite Aid's pharmacies and see if anyone has a kid's one. So she, so I'm like, okay. So we wait and we wait for like 10 minutes and uh, and she's still on hold and then all these people get in line. You know when you're like handling something with someone at a store and, and so you're kind of like waiting on something so you kind of like lurk nearby but then like new people come up and – but then at some point they think you're like a weird person who wants to like steal their place in line and you have to be right. like, I'm just even though you were there I'm... first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that kept happening. And so people kept talking to this lady and I kept being like, um, excuse me. And I'm sure it just seemed like I was some lady who Karen. Uh, just wanted to having a Karen yeah, moment. I yeah. was totally having a Karen. Right. <laughs> so so we stand there for a long time and everyone thinks we're butting in line. And eventually I'm like, OK, fuck it. We'll just go like they're like throwing flu shots out on the street like it's fucking Mardi right. Gras. You know, yeah. like it, we're at like a parade. They're throwing candy. So like, let's right. go somewhere else and we'll get like you a flu Pfizer shot somewhere Like it's Pfizer in Tennessee. <laughs> like it's Moderna in Arkansas. Yeah. They're just throwing yeah, they're these shots it out. rain mm. flu shots. So I'm like, okay, well, let's get – we'll get ice cream, you know, and then we'll figure it out. So we get ice cream. We go to the car. And I'm like, oh, I have an even better idea. We're going to go pick up your oldest brother from – your uh, your older brother from his school, and then I'll take you two to a place on the way uh, to pick up your other brother from school, and we'll – and then we'll get um, – both of you flu shots that will work out really well and then also you'll get another um like candy or ice cream or whatever and as you know don't tell your brother and you can get fucking two ice creams or whatever the fuck and he's like great deal so we're on the way i'm clocking all the places like ah there's the grocery store they have a they have a pharmacy here's this place okay uh we go we get uh the oldest and i'm like hey we're gonna go get flu shots. It's gonna be fun, but there's gonna be candy, okay? So we go. <laughs> so we drive Bye-bye. to CVS and we go in. And um, first of all, there's like a super long line. All right. Um, and then we finally get up there and they're like, oh, so sorry. Your kids can't get their flu shots here and i was like oh do you not have the kids ones and they're like no we have the kids ones but they're not covered by insurance you have to take your kids to to their doctor to get their flu shots if you have them here it'll be 25 dollars." and i was like oh like on one hand 25 dollars, it's not a lot but also all three kids it's 75 dollars, and that's yeah. a lot Right? Yeah. Did I do that math right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm like, well, fuck. And I'm thinking about the timeline of all of this and how this is really kind of the perfect day to do it um, with just everyone's schedules in terms of actually getting the shots and also just having this sort of after effects, the, the lingering kind of shitty feel, feeling after a flu shot. So I, 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 we go to the car 
Um, and now my nine-year-old, his, uh, the sugar from the ice cream from earlier is starting to like really kick in and he's like, he's kind of vibrating in the backseat. And I got my, I get my husband on the phone. I'm like, should we do this? Or should we just get the oldest one? Or like, can we, uh, so I call, so I call the doctor's office, uh, for the kids. And, uh, here's what it turns out. Um, first of all, they can't just come in to see the doctor and get a flu shot. They have to come in on a specific flu shot day at the doctor's office, which is a Friday. And the only appointments they have are during the school day. So my kids are going to now have to uh, miss part of school to get a fucking flu shot, which last I checked, again, they're just, they're just throw. it's like fucking... Uh, it's like feeding chickens, right? We're just like throwing grain and everyone's like, peck, peck, peck. It's my flu shot. So, uh, so, so I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, Do they really have to all miss school? Like this doesn't make any sense. And, um, and I don't want my oldest to have to miss school because he's in middle school and it's a little bit more important and fraught now. Uh, You know, I'm sure you know that, Chris, Uh, just there's more to miss Do you need me to Venmo you $75? Because I'm happy to do that. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm happy so to cash app I'm you like, or venmo you 75 bucks because this is crazy the kids you. should not have to miss school to it get a freaking flu shot it's ridiculous it's right That's- and also and i was like well can we just make an appointment to see the doctor and they're like no because she you have to have an appointment with the doctor for her to okay it and i'm like wait, what? So you have to come in and see the doctor and then okay it. And that it's like a weird way. I I don't even know. I think it's so that they can bill insurance as much as possible. It didn't make any sense. And I was like, oh, well, Ari, why don't you call um, Children's Hospital? Because tomorrow uh, one of our kids is, is seeing a specialist there and maybe they're doing flu shots at the kids at the children's hospital. That makes sense, right? No. So he calls and it's a whole fucking thing. And he's like, I've somehow broken him now. And he's like, I don't know. Children's hospital. It's just a whole thing. I'm like, okay. So uh, so anyway, long story short, no, no one gets their uh, flu shots. Uh, and then like the next day I uh, pick up. So the next day, they the two of them miss uh, the two youngest ones. They miss a big portion of school, but they go to the fucking doctors and get their flu shots. But the oldest one still needs to get his flu shot. Uh, so I'm like, well, maybe it was also not clear when it went to CVS if it was because of their insurance or because of CVS or because of just that location. Because yeah. I would like call Ralph's, for example, the grocery store. I'd be like, hey, do you have kids shots? And they'd be like. Like, yeah, yes, normally, but we don't. And and I was like, do all Ralphs have no shots for children? And they're like, I'm not sure. Like, fucking no one knew shit. So anyway. <laughs> um, so the next day, I take the oldest to a different uh, pharmacy at a different place. And, and I'm like, well, absolute worst. I'll pay 25 bucks. No problem. And at this pharmacy, wherever the fuck I took them, they were like, it's not covered by insurance. And I was like, okay, but okay. But how much is it? And they're like $45. <laughs> I was like, well, uh, what? Come on. <laughs> why is it $45 now? Uh, 
now. And also, where the fuck was I before? Because can I take him there now? So, um, Seriously. So I don't think my oldest has had a flu shot yet. And I don't know how I'm going to get. Because the only other time is uh, like the day of all of their um, Halloween festivities at school. And that seems like a mean thing. But also I hope I hope he doesn't get the flu because I wait too long. Oh, God. So yeah, so that's where I'm at. And it really did truly break me. And I came home at, at the end of the day and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta lie down because that was a harrowing experience. And I'm sure I left out a lot of details, Ooh. but it was just like a lot of panicked phone calls and a lot of just trying to like be, being on hold with like pharmacies, the grocery store, just like waiting to yeah. get through to someone parking outside a pharmacy and like trying to get through to them so I don't have to go inside with my kids to just be like, hey, what's the deal and somehow the phone goes to like the corporate office of whatever that fucking pharmacy like it's just like a whole fucking <laughs> oh i'm sorry uh, that's fiasco and annoyance yeah stupid we all get in ruts when it comes to dinner time making the same meal over and over because it's easy and inexpensive and fast but boy oh boy does it get boring and you want to try out those meal kits, but a lot of them are super expensive. And that's why you choose Every Plate. Every Plate is America's best value meal kit. It makes home cooking easy and affordable and a much cheaper alternative to takeout, but just as delicious. Every Plate is 50% cheaper than a meal made from grocery store ingredients. That's bananas. Most of their meals come together in 30 minutes or less. Plus, Every Plate offers a changing menu of 14 recipes each week featuring a range of flavors and ingredients so you never get bored and in a rut again. So instead of getting dinner on the table every night, being a slog and a challenge, let every plate plan, shop, and deliver everything you need to cook a delicious meal at a delightful price. In fact, one meal from every plate is the same price as one cup of coffee from that fancy place we all like to buy our coffee. You know the one. So if you haven't tried a meal kit service because of the cost, give EveryPlate a try. Go to everyplate.com and enter the code WMD199 and they'll let you try EveryPlate for just $1.99 per meal. That is amazing. $1.99 per meal for easy and affordable, hearty, delicious, family-pleasing meals. Plus you'll have all that money left over. Then you can just, you know, rent a cabin and buy that yacht you've been eyeing. So go to everyplate.com, enter the code WMD199 to get started with EveryPlate for just $1.99 per meal. Amy, tell us what's broken you, please. Okay. Well, this is, I'm really going to, um, going to, this is a story about me being a fucking asshole. And so I'm great. <laughs> and, um, I'm really going to show my ass on this one, and I, but I want to say it because I really need to take responsibility. <laughs> so, okay, and this is also something that most people don't deal with, but the three of us are all actors, and, and right now, booking work in any capacity uh, is the only thing I can do because my tour is again on hold, and I don't have anything else, <laughs> so I'm doing great. But um, mm-hmm. I, but I, uh, so because the subtext of you say I'm doing great doesn't sound like you're doing uh, great. It sounds no? like you're, 
Sounds like you're unraveling from the inside. (laughs) Okay, that's you're projecting. Jeez, not me. (laughs) I'm doing great. So that was a more that was a more believable. I'm doing great. Your second, I'm doing great, was great, and then the first one I didn't buy at all. You feel you feel more comfortable with how? (laughs) I'm like, wow, she's really doing great the second time around. So, um, so okay, so my husband and I, um. Uh, often audition together and right. we are often uh, not often uh we do sometimes book together which is so amazing and so great yeah. and i'm so grateful for it and actually recently mm. we booked something with our daughter which was crazy amazing so, like, that's the best wow. you know so we love working together obviously and it's all like the money is great um but However, so this has never happened to us before, and we've been together for a long time and been auditioning for a long time together, but my my husband and I were put on a veil for something. Right. And... Oh, explain to people listening who are not in... A veil was a punk band in the 90s, so that has nothing to do with anything, but just so you know, it has nothing to do with a punk band. (laughs) A veil um, from the nineties. A veil, if you're like, if you're, this is for commercials. If you're uh, doing commercials, um, it basically means like you're on hold and they're deciding between either another. Your person. top three. Yeah, right, top three. So um, they're like, don't make any plans. You might get booked. Right, exactly. And you yeah. cannot book the job unless you're put on a veil. Mm-hmm. So you well, could be third in line, but you could also be first. You could be the top choice mm-hmm. of everyone. Yeah. But not necessarily. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, and now also with COVID and stuff, because uh, you have to, you know, you take a bunch of COVID oh, yeah. tests. They, and so they're they very put safe. 25 people on a veil. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like my husband booked something In fact, uh, two months ago and he, he was the understudy because. Yes. Yeah. So it's, which is crazy for commercials. Sometimes they, ridiculous. with COVID, I have friends who have been the understudy and they essentially just sit on set all day all in day. case someone comes down with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> they, and they get like, they get the day rate, but like not the buyout, obviously. So, or wouldn't, or the, so anyway. Um, right. They don't get paid for it to air. Right. Yeah. So, um, okay. So we were actually, this actually happened while we were on set shooting something together. Then, okay. Mm-hmm. So my husband and I were on a veil for something and mm-hmm. they kept checking in with us. Like, Hey guys, just want to make sure you guys are still. And I'm, I'm like, we're fucking booking this shit. And I was super duper pumped. And then I come off set and my husband goes, babe, come over, waves me over and he shows me his phone and it says, congratulations, you booked it. And I was like, yeah, so fucking excited. And then I looked at my phone and I'm like, that's weird. I haven't gotten a text. <laughs> I usually get a Uh-oh. text. It's weird. I'll wait. I'll wait. I'm just going to wait a minute because I'm sure it's going to, I haven't gotten an email. Oh, my husband booked <gasps> it and I did not. Uh, what about the daughter? Isn't your daughter also in this spot or no? No, this that was another okay. one. But yeah, no, okay. this, that would have been terrible too. <laughs> if only like my husband, my daughter, the dog. Yeah. They want they used oh, our house. They recast me. Not that but yeah. yeah. Not that woman with the uh no. No, we need yes. a new Amy. Let's see so, if well, so Irving that's is thing. available. So so uh so he and I, like, uh, we obviously we were going in and expecting to film as husband and wife. And I'm right. like, did they fucking cast him with another wife? 
Well, with more believable chemistry. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So I was like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not buying it with her. I'm not, but let's get, so, uh, so they got, um, so I was, okay. So first of all, they didn't, they went, I, can I just guess they went interracial? Uh, no, he actually booked a completely different part. I, and uh, I didn't know oh, that. I know, um, I know. But see, you guys, I didn't know that. So regardless, it was not his fault. And I was so mad at him. And right. it was not oh, no. his. I was such To be a, fair, it's the, if no. it's a commercial... <laughs> It was the oh, people Amy. who cast him's fault for casting him. 100%. It had nothing to do with him. Of course, of course, of course. It's not, it has nothing to do with him. It's, what, what's he going to do? The, I know. So, was the role that they booked him for selfish bastard? <laughs> Seriously. He was... Uh, uh, so, okay, so he is like oh shit and he like watches like me so i have if i'm ever embarrassed (gasps) if i feel embarrassed or like i get very upset like very angry Uh, angry. and so i was so mad and i was so and like i was like and i oh my god it was ridiculous and we were like getting wrapped out of the thing and we were still on set and I was like I don't want to talk to my fucking husband like what the hell is wrong so with you're me? on a set you've already booked you and your husband have booked a job Dude, you're yes. on a set working yes. and then he books yes. another job yes. and you're like you son of a bitch yes no it, this is why I need to call myself out this was absolute insanity and I felt so angry and so embarrassed and I knew it had nothing to do with him and inside I'm going oh my god what the fuck is wrong with you why are you mad at him mm. it's not his fault but the other side was like yeah but you know right. what he's still it's not fair and you feel embarrassed and whatever so uh yeah so the rest of the days was I mean we were very professional but then in the dress in the in our trailer I was like just on my phone just like angrily swiping at nothing at nothing I'm like, like I was right. just like I didn't know what to do with my fucking hands. I like went to the car and like sat there like, like just so mad. I was, it was bananas. It was like just so, just so out of hand. So, and, and so, um, inappropriate. So, um, the reason why after many, many days and many, many, many apologies to my sweet, sweet, beautiful husband, I was like, I'm so sorry. I'm such a piece of shit. I just was so upset. And like, I, you know, worked through it. So, um, I, I mean, in your that- defense, he married an actress. Like you didn't, you didn't become an actress like on your 10 year anniversary. True. No. And he knows that I'm fucking bonkers like he knows i'm like a crazy person but um he's gotta love it he goes one of the most romantic things he's ever said to me is he i was like i was crying and i'm like i don't want you to think i'm crazy and he goes oh baby i already knew you were crazy and i was like oh my god i will marry you like it was like the best day it was so sweet i was like like he actually likes it he's a mind yeah and so um after like really like Working like it. he loves you because of it, Amy, it. not in spite he of it. It makes me fun and unpredictable. Um, <laughs> so um, anyway, so I what I really figured out is that throughout the course of this pandemic, I have lost a large part of my identity, mm-hmm. which is being a a person who works. And a person who performs. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I haven't 
been working for, and I'm going to go on two years of not working once my tour comes back. And so like, I, I feel useless. When you say not working, how can you say I was on set? No, I know. Okay. Listen. Is working. Let, okay. You're right. You're, uh, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And I'm so fucking grateful for the work that I do get, of course. But I mean, I'm, right, I'm right. a busy, I'm a person. No, it's slowed down, obviously. I, and I, I'm, you know, booking commercials is a, is a rare, you know, I don't do it all the time. And when I do, I'm like, fucking yeah, like so excited. Yeah. And I, and I wanted, you know, I thought like, this will be so great because Nick and I'll book this and this will be, you know, we both get paid individually and that'll be great for the fit. You know, like I just feel like, a oh, so huge. the pandemic basically has taken away a lot of how I identify myself. And while, yeah. and I feel, you know, this is an old thing, but like, you know, I love being a mom. Obviously, I love my kids. I would do fucking anything for them. Um, but I was a woman and a person prior to being a mom. And I still when have When you go on the road names. and tour. Yeah. When you go on the road and tour, are mm -hmm. you solo or are you with someone? I'm with one, one other person. Yeah. But that's not a family member, no, right? No, we're both moms. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, so that part of your life, being able to right. tour and go get on a plane or get in a car and drive somewhere with your partner, who is your peer right. and your friend, I'm guessing. Yes. And so that was taken away from you. And yeah, yeah that sucks because sucks. now, yeah, yeah right. you don't get that. And you don't get that outlet. Right. And like what you and were saying, zoom doesn't count. Yeah, exactly. Amy, like, you a lot of your personal uh sense of self is wrapped up in what you do yes. and and performing and getting those accolades and when you're not performing and you're not booking and you're not getting that recognition as as entertainers that you need that we need uh yeah i mean i just it's, it's hard to yeah yeah so so you know oh fucking you know boohoo poor me but when I like was digging into the psychology of it on my own end, I realized that like that I'm I'm like jealous, you know. But so I I think what and you know my husband I'm very grateful that he was like you're being incredibly unfair to me, and you know really called me out and I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. um, uh, really really appreciate that because you know yeah I was being uncool and and I you know I um. I know that a lot of moms feel this way. <laughs> what? I'm just thinking about how he must have been just so like, what is happening? No, he, Why he is knew, she so mad? He knew. I mean, he's, everybody, everybody's losing right. their shit. Yeah. Every, during the pandemic, everyone became unraveled and yeah. also became hyper aware of, oh, wow, like I made this bed and now I have to lie in yeah. it, you know? So I my wife got mad at me one day. For, she's like, are you just going to be out in the backyard all day at your tiki bar? And I'm like, yes, I am. <laughs> I'm going to literally be in the backyard all day long. I have nothing to do. So I don't want to be in the house pulling my hair out. Yeah. I want to be in my happy place because yeah. we're all, we were, we were all stuck for a full year. So anyway, I'm sorry if I interrupted you, but oh, yeah, no, yeah, your, your happy place and not even necessarily your happy place, but like I've, such a huge part of who you are, your identity yeah. was completely mm -hmm. taken away from you and you had yeah. no control over it. Yeah. And you could do virtual shows that are totally shitty and suck. Yeah. <laughs> Those aren't the best. <laughs> like it sucks. And, and I just, I think that like, you know, my husband, thank God he's been working this whole time and I, I need to contribute. I have a need to like be 
of use. And right now I feel mm-hmm. like my beautiful kids are doing great and they're in school and I take them to school and I come back here then I look around and go, what should I organize today or whatever? Like right. I don't have anything. And, um, right. and obviously like gratitude aside from being healthy and like having, you know, a home and all the wonderful things I have, I, I realized that like my anger came from just feeling like, fuck, like if this isn't fair, I guess. And I know that so many moms did not go back to work because they can't. And I, it just feels so shitty. And, um, and like, even though, you know, of course I'm taking care of the kids and I'm, you know, cooking and whatever, but like, What's that? What about the other stuff? You know, that like I need yeah. to feel whole. Yep. So yeah. now I fully understand your first, I'm doing great. <laughs> like I yeah. Told now, yeah. Now I totally get yeah. your first motivation for your first, I'm doing great. It is great. the whole mom guilt thing of being like, why can't it be enough to just have a healthy family? And it is, it is right. enough and it's wonderful. And I'm so grateful. Uh, but I also am an active person person who wants to be creative and like and contribute and make money and like be a person in the world and I don't have that anymore and I know I will again but so it's been it's certainly been difficult to uh not only look at like my immaturity and my behavior being like well then fuck you for bringing in money (laughs) like what's wrong with me he booked it he's bringing in the money (laughs) like what the hell right I don't know it's just ugh and we also share the same agent too so yeah so it was awkward for everybody it was awkward for (laughs) everyone that that rejection already like you're all you're like on pins and needles and you're like ooh something really exciting might happen that could help my career that could bring in a bunch of money like for for anyone listening who who doesn't work in entertainment to land a commercial which i'm guessing is the majority of you yeah can can be literally life changing mm-hmm. i mean i remember i went up for the voice of macy's once and it was between me it was you know it, it was they were like we're we're casting a new voice for macy's my friend steph stephanie booked it and she never had to truly work another job ever again mm-hmm. like she was the voice of macy's and it may be golden handcuffs in a lot of ways, but right. like she's fucking sad. Not voiceover work. Yeah. No, it's like if anything, it's like the best gig you can possibly get. They don't even know who's they don't even know who you are. Oh. You're just some you're just yes. a voice. You're not you're not a face. Yeah. But like think I was about, the voice you know, of Petco for three years, the best three oh. years of my life. Yeah. I was making money hand over Petco, where the healthy nice. pets go. So I, I loved that yeah. gig. And I know someone who was, uh, he was one of the guys on Sonic. Like he bought a fucking house. Oh, yeah. Because he was one of the spokespeople for Sonic fast food. So like it can change your life. So just to put that into perspective for our listener, uh, also just you feeling all these feelings of sort of worthlessness and spinning your wheels and boredom and guilt. And then on top of that, just like, oh, like this could be something that could change my life possibly uh, financially forever. Um, And I tell people that acting is like playing the scratchers. So yeah. you get a scratcher and you hope for the best, but in the back of your mind, you go, well, I'm probably not going right. to win. Yeah. And so you audition for these yeah. jobs and you get your quarter out and you scratch your ticket and every thousandth ticket, you get a big payout, but most of them you get a free ticket or you yeah. get nothing. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> That's You're a right. really good way of putting it. So Chris... 
tell us what has broken you, please. I found being a father is much easier than being a husband. I'm like a really great dad, and I'm a less than mediocre husband. So I loved being a dad. I think my worst dad moment, personally, that still sticks out to my head was I had my son in his terrible twos, and... They call them terrible twos because psychotically bipolar twos doesn't roll off the tongue like terrible twos. There's no alliteration there. But he was very (laughs) bipolar and all over the map and would go from hot and cold in the bat of an eyelash. And I brought my two-year-old, maybe late ones, over to my buddy's house where his baby was playing in the backyard and the baby took like a little toy shovel from my son and then my son slapped the baby across the face oh, and then no. i instinctively slapped my son across his face oh no and I, it all happened so fast and i was like i am an abusive father <laughs> like i was i felt oh, so no. that's horrible and so oh no that's the only time i've ever smacked or spanked or anything my son ever i don't pinch him i don't anything because of the one time i just instinctively smacked his face after he smacked the baby's face and it was very three students yeah. like smack 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 and i was just like oh my god like so i that that i felt like i wanted to go in the garage and hang myself oh, uh, because yeah. i was yeah. like oh my god i'm horrible i'm a nightmare now mm. i look i was i was uh, overtired, underrested. I was sleep deprivation torture. I was emotionally tortured yeah. by my bipolar one and change terrible two year old, whatever he was. So yeah. I, it, it's okay, you know. I, I I don't. I've never spanked him. I don't. I'm not a hitter. But I that moment that I said this is the this is this is like the lowest moment of me being a dad. So that happened right. once nine years ago, and it still haunts me. And 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 that you know yeah. I. That that was a that was bad. I definitely unraveled, and I immediately told the people that I was with that I did that and I that I felt like shit. And they tried to like make me feel better, which just made me feel worse, honestly. But you know that oh. that was a moment that definitely broke me uh, as a man. I was like, yes, God, I really was weak and stupid. It was and it was all reflex, right? So that so now yeah. I'm never gonna do that again. Um, yeah, but like, I had a similar experience, Chris, where um, uh, my – I remember – I can't exactly remember how it went down, but my middle son uh, was like in the bath and he screamed at me so loud. It, it, it like it, – it was so jarring and it hurt my ears uh, so bad – yeah, that I did the same thing. And then I was like, I am a monster and I'll oh, yeah. never forget the face he made and – you yeah, couldn't even say worst. what the you did, by the way, you... Betsy. You were like, and then I did the same what? thing. You said, and then I did the same thing. You can't even say the word yeah. that you hit no. or smacked or struck. Because it's horrible. I feel yeah, awful. I and the fact also that you were at like your friend's house when you did it, like that's oh, yeah. it's even makes it I'm even surprised worse. Amy like, is ugh. still on the show with us child abusers because she's never done anything like that yeah no i've just been recording this for when i make a report just on my own phone so <laughs> so like you know yeah, that, some, uh, it, it's that that moment broke me um the one time i remember when my son was a baby he was in his carriage and we didn't put the little seatbelt on in the stroller and i was like why, why does the baby need a seatbelt in the stroller 
And like, oh, shit, we yeah. were, we had the stroller and we were lifting it down this small set of stairs to go down <gasps> to the beach path. And literally the baby just slid <gasps> down out oh. of the front of the stroller, oh, down God. the stairs. <gasps> and we were like, we're the worst people oh. alive. Oh. He has baby's first concussion. Oh, no. He's unresponsive. Oh, no, he was fine. Like their bones are made out of rubber. I don't recommend throwing your kids downstairs, but like that yeah. was a horrible moment. And so <laughs> there was a second time where he slid out of his stroller, but it wasn't on steps. And I was like, all right, we got to put this fucking baby seatbelt on this fucking stroller. <laughs> like we're horrible parents. Um, so he never fell out of the stroller a third time, but my there God, that, go. those were definitely some breaking moments. Oh, like now that my son is 11, you know, the things that break me is like the other day he, he said something like, I don't know, a couple of weeks back. And my my wife manipulated this into it attacking me. So I like he said something like he went he was being dropped off at school and across the street from his school is a dad friend of mine named Adam and or Bucko, Adam Buckley. Anyway, Bucko is coming out and with his surfboard or coming back from surfing like a Dawn Patrol session. And this guy is a world-class surfer. He's a really good surfer. And Kieran, my son, looked at Bucko coming back at 8 a.m. from surfing and said something like, wow, it must be cool being that guy's son or something. Or that guy must be cool to be a dad or something. I wasn't Ugh. even there for it. But, but when you heard about it, I, you but crumpled to the ground like you'd been hit in the stomach. About it Ugh. after my son had maybe said something to piss Oof. her off. And then she said that to me, and I was so devastated. Oh and then God. she tried to like make it up by going, you know, why are you a good surfer, Kieran? Because your dad was out there every day pushing you into waves and being patient with you and never forcing you to surf. Whereas Bucko's kids hate the beach, never get in the water, never surf, because they're like, fuck you, dad. Like, they rebel against... You know, like, my mother and father both played guitars, and everyone's like, oh, you must play guitar. And I was like, fuck that. Fuck you, mom, and fuck you, dad. I'll never play guitar, ever. So, like, you know, like, I, I wish I played fucking guitar, but I just didn't, because it was around me all the time, and I was like, ugh, I don't want to be like those annoying people on their fucking guitars all the time. So, like, I rebelled against them, and so Bucko's kids are rebelling against Bucko and not surfing. Meanwhile, my kid, I'm a sur I surf, but I'm not a good surfer, but I'm out there all the time. And my and my son, you know, I it's very easy having one child. Like it's really easy to have all your attention and focus on just one little child as opposed to having to spread it out. And so he's got two parents. We outnumber him. And oh yeah, there it is. Speak. I, I think my wife knew I was talking about her, so she had to open the door. Be like, "What's happening? What's happening in there?" <laughs> well, Chris, uh, tell us where can people find you? What can they check out? Uh, I know you have like a hundred podcasts, although only one is about sports, so maybe that it might be the only one you talk about. I, I'm not sure. I have a basketball podcast called Clipcast. If you like NBA basketball, check out Clipcast. It's the longest running Clippers podcast in the history of podcasting. <laughs> 
uh, I have a, a I have a, a dog's podcast where a dog just chews on a squeak toy for hours that dogs love. Oh, People love it. You're getting a free taste right if now. If you guys have Netflix, if your Netflix subscriptions are up to date, or if you need my email and password, just reach out to me <laughs> at Chris Wild says on Twitter and Instagram. But I am in a bunch of movies over on Netflix. When said in chronological order, it actually sounds dirty. When we first met the babysitter, Rim of the World. The babysitter, Killer Queen. Anyway, so the Duff, Space Cowboys, the babysitter, the babysitter, Killer Queen. When we first met, Rim of the World, all on Netflix. And then I have a new movie called Tall Girl 2, the sequel to Tall Girl coming out soon. I have a new cartoon on Netflix called The Cuphead Show, where I play a boxing frog who's a legitimate businessman. Don't worry about it. Uh, So that show is going to be fantastic. That comes out, I think, soon, The Cuphead Show. And then you can listen to my podcast, Wild, wherever podcasts are sold, more specifically given away for free. W-Y, are you spelling it this way? L-D-E-Z on judging me how I spell wild. So check out my wild comedy podcast where I am way too honest because I have way too few listeners and no one really cares. Chris, people often say to me, and I fucking hate it, which is, um, tell us how you really think. I much, or tell us how you really feel right. or whatever. People must say that to you all the time. Does it no, does it fill say, you with rage also, or is it just us me? What you feel? Stop telling us what you really think. <laughs> We're begging um, you. And where can they follow you, Chris? At Chris Wilde says on Twitter and Instagram. They took away my TikTok page, which is another story for another time. Uh, but yeah, and then go to YouTube, uh, YouTube.com/slash Chris Wilde Forever, and watch my web series Dad Holes. It's very funny. It's great for moms, great for dads, great for everybody. Uh, and Amy Albert Cobb mm-hmm. on Instagram. You can follow Amy at Amy Albert Cobb on Instagram. Check her out. Uh, wow. Well, uh, Chris, you are doing a great job. Mm-hmm. I, I hope you know that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. I I I like. I I just like encouragement. The other night I went to a basketball game and my friend patted me on the back and I felt like a million damn dollars. Oh, oh, Betsy, you're doing That's a great so job. Nice. You're doing a really, really Thanks, great Amy. job. Thank you, Amy. You're doing a really great job. And I've been I've been there in terms of feeling kind of like ambivalent and and not sure what what you're supposed to do and what your place is and yeah hopefully it'll get better i'm sh- i mean how could it's it not got to <laughs> well dear listener uh thank you for joining us if if you find yourself uh desperately trying to find flu shots and being stymied at every turn or if you find yourself I'm bringing it home, Chris. I'm bringing home the show. All right. If you find yourself being so mad at your husband and you can't even pinpoint exactly why, or if you just embarrassed yourself in front of your friends with your reaction to your psychotic bipolar two-year-old. <laughs> Just know that you are doing a great job. My mommy drinks. 
I'm Brian Husky. I'm bald. And I'm Charlie Sanders, and I'm also bald. And we host Bald Talk on the Campfire Media Network. Bald Talk is the podcast where two bald comedians talk to anyone bald about being bald. But this show isn't just for baldies, Brian. Harrows will love it, too. Bald Talk gets into vulnerability, vanity, insecurity, and self-acceptance, reminding us that we all have our respective bald spots. Not that bald spots are a bad thing. No way. I mean, my entire head is one big bald spot. It is one huge, beautiful bald spot, Charlie. Get Bald Talk on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, I I have like a little bit of hair, but not like you. Like you're really bald. I'm truly bald. Great. I mean, it's I'm great. balder I than it. you. You are balder than me. Only on Bald Talk. Campfire. <laughs>